0: Well, I'm the only one in the Quipper's family that can come come here and tell you that I have a full book in the Bible in my name. It's the book of Romans. Now you're all jealous, right? Such a privilege to be with you tonight. And I believe the Lord wants to release Some breakthrough here. Breakthrough is something that we need to get familiar with. How many of you need some breakthrough financially? Maybe in your relationship. Maybe in your ministry. How many of you? Come on, let's be honest. I'm going to tell you tonight some of the keys I have learned in 20 years. How to get a breakthrough every single time. Are you ready for that? I want to hear better than that. Are you ready tonight? Yay! Thank you guys. Don't go too far, okay? They're amazing, aren't they? Thank you so much. You may be seated. I want to show you a picture of uh, my family before I forget. My wife may be watching the streaming, you never know. <laughs> and this is it. So Tanya, my wife, Mario, the little one, the boy, and then Joy. She's the youngest, but she's already in charge. <laughs> I never had a sister, and I thought that boys were in charge until I had a daughter. <laughs> now I kind of understand how life goes much, much better. And uh, we have been married for six years now. And uh, we have been living in uh, four different countries in the last six years. Changed three houses. Sometimes, and travel all over the world. Sometimes when I wake up. I'm confused. I don't know where I am that morning. But how many of you know that it's amazing to be married with the person that God has ordained for your life? I see a lot of young people here tonight, and I want to encourage you. God has somebody for you. God has somebody unique for you that will uh, champion you to become the best you you can ever be. There will never be an, an, another you. You can only be the best you, you can be. No one else will be a better version of you. God doesn't have copies, doesn't make copies. He only has originals. And you are original. Tell the person next to you, you are an original. And God has somebody special for each one of us. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Well, greetings from the church in Rome. You have a family. And if you are very gifted and talented and you are not married, you can come in Rome. I will find one for you. (laughs) Why not? If you want an Italian wife, they cook so well. If you want an Italian husband, I can introduce to you to somebody very rich. That's better than some prophetic word, isn't it? In Italy, we have a lot of fun. And, uh, but in churches, usually they don't have so much fun. And one day I was speaking with a friend of mine. And he told me, Francesco the problem with Italy is not the culture of the Italians because they know how to have fun, they know how to create masterpiece, they know how to uh, have inven- uh, invention and uh, to be famous all over the world and excel in sports and excel in arts and excel in so many things. The problem with Italy is the Christian culture. They are presenting a God that is so sad. They are presenting a God that is so religious, that is so angry and mad with people. Francesco, that's what he told me. That's why you have an opportunity with Equippers Church. And in Italy, I believe as well as all over the world, Equippers is flourishing because we believe in a grace God. We believe in a God full of love. We believe in a God full of mercy. We believe in a God that is not pointing the finger at us, but is giving us a hand to help us in the time of need. Are you with me tonight? Our God is a merciful God. Our God is a grace God. Our God is a loving God. And I am a living testimony of how God. He could use a nobody from a little town. And today, I have the privilege of speaking every week on TV on Saturday morning. One of my latest book, I author 13 books. And one of my latest book, my latest book actually, came out in Easter, last Easter. And it's been for three months now in the top 10 Christian books in Italy. <laughs> God can use Anybody. If he can find somebody who is willing to follow him everywhere and anywhere. Are you the one? I decided in my life from my very young age. When I was 19. I said Lord I want to follow you all the days of my life. There were moments where life was not easy. But when God is with you. Even though you may walk into the valley, even though you may walk into the waters, you know you, that's not, that will not be the end because He is with you. Christian life is not the easiest life, but Christian life is the only life where you know God is with you. Can I hear an amen to that? And today, this morning, we spoke about breakthrough worship. And I want to encourage you to go and listen to it if you were not here. Breakthrough worship. Worship alters the atmosphere around your life to the point that everything about you will be subject to the atmosphere you carry. Worship will change everything, but worship has to change your heart first. In order for you to change your reality. Are you with me? I love worship. I love to be praising God and recognizing his love and recognizing whatever he is doing in my life. Even though when I even though I may not see it, I know He's faithful. And every time I worship, I am responding, responding to the to his pull and push. Because we can only worship if the worship leader, the Holy Spirit, will lead us into His presence. Are you with me? We can only pray if the Holy Spirit is leading us. Without the Holy Spirit there is no prayer, there is just words. But when the Holy Spirit is leading you into your worship, when the Holy Spirit is leading you into your prayer, you know your breakthrough is coming. Are you with me? Can we put up one end and say, My breakthrough, My breakthrough is coming? Oh, I didn't hear you. One, two, three, one more time. My breakthrough is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Today, I want to speak about breakthrough prayer. Breakthrough prayer. Prayer is everything. Prayer is a place. Prayer is a place of authority. Where you are not subject to circumstances, but you are able to subject your circumstances. I don't know if it is a good grammar, but it is for sure a good theology. The other day I was praying and the Lord just dropped something into my heart. Do you want to hear it? He said, Francesco, there is a time when you are praying, there is a time that you are praying with me or praying for me. And sometimes when you are in prayer, there are moments where you pray and declare things not for me anymore but for you. There are moments when you pray to speak to God, and there are moments when you pray when you speak for God. Oh, I'm preaching good. Don't be too quiet. There are moments where the Lord will will hear your heart, but then there are moments when you will hear the heart of God, and He will ask you to speak it out. To declare it. To release it in the atmosphere. Are you with me? Let's have a look at this amazing verse found in uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. I promise you something. If you respond better, I'm going to preach better. But you, when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I like another translation that reads reads this verse in a slightly different way. I want to read it for you. And it says, when you pray, go into your room... And when you have shut the door or your door, pray to the Father who is in the secret place. Put your seatbelt on now. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. My message for you today is private. Prayer is public power. Private prayer, public power. So many people want to have authority. They want to see results. They want to see miracles. They want to see healings. They want to see breakthrough. But they don't realize that every breakthrough in your word... Is first a breakthrough that you have acquired in His Word. The Holy Spirit will help you in your Word, but He will transform you in His Word. Come on, I'm preaching good here. And Jesus said, When you pray, He didn't say, If you pray, there must be a when. There must be a when in your day. There must be a when in your life. A when everything change for you. A when everything change in you. Are you with me? Jesus said, when you pray. So many people want someone else to pray for you. And there is a place for that. But your territory... Your sphere of influence, your domain in the spirit will respect your voice. Your territory in the spirit needs to hear your voice. You know, every human being has a unique fingerprint. But I also discover something else, and you can see it in movies. Every human being has a unique sound as a unique voice so sometimes you watch a movie and they put the finger on the little thing to open the door and then they speak why because the machine recognized the unique fingerprint and the unique voice and the doors open in the spirit one time I was praying and the Lord told me Francesco your voice is your password Your voice is your password to unlock the blessing that I prepared already for you by grace that you will unlock by faith as you speak. Am I going too deep? Are you with me this morning, this afternoon? Your voice is a password. And so many people are not seeing a breakthrough because they never dare To speak not only for the Lord, not not only to the Lord, but also for the Lord. When I was young, younger because I'm still young, right? At the age of I got saved. I was a pastor kid, but I got really saved at the age of 19. Through a very difficult situation in my family. I got saved because I realized that there was nothing else in life but God. And I searched for Him, and I looked for Him. And, uh, but I really believe whatever the Bible said was true for me as well. I read in the book of Acts that the disciples of Jesus were healing the sick, raising the dead, and I thought, I can do it too. If God is calling me, He's calling me to do exactly the same. And after six months of being saved, or maybe a year, my uncle, which was very dear to me, passed away. And I went in the hospital, and I said, I'm going to raise him back to life. I really believed it. Nobody was really in church agreeing with me, but I really believed it. And I went there, and I prayed, and nothing happened. And I pray, and nothing happened. I even didn't know where the scripture any scripture about the resurrection was in the Bible. But I knew it was there. And I went there. But there was no authority in my voice. There, vo- there was no power in my prayer. And I went to my room. And I said, Lord, if that's following you is being empty, is being powerless, I don't want to follow you anymore. And I went to bed kind of in a sleep state and I heard the voice of the Lord like I never heard it until now to that degree. It was loud. It was like a tanda in the room. And the Lord says, Francesco, I'm going to use you to travel the world and preach the gospel. I'm going to use you to raise even the dead. But I want you to give me your full life. Everything of you must be surrendered to me. Every, you have to follow every instruction. You have to go where I tell you. And you will see even the dead raised. Now, I was 20, 1920 by that time. And I left everything To pursue this call of God. I felt the Lord calling me to go in Bible college. And I went. I studied in my life in three different Bible colleges. I am in love with the Word. And I studied the Word. And I prayed. And I studied every day. Seeking new ways to better serve the Lord. And one day. My phone rang. I was 25. And there was a woman. Who I previously evangelized. Who was in hospital. And she was on, on a bed waiting for an operation because she was pregnant but the baby died in the womb now this woman was bleeding and this this event was for the second time happening to her. She previously lost a baby. Now she was losing another one. The baby was dead. The baby was gone. And she called me. I didn't know why. Out of the blue, she said, Francesco, I remember that you spoke about Jesus to my husband. Francesco, I remember that you told my husband that you believe in a great God. You told my husband that you believe in a God of miracles and healings. And I just thought, I I would call him, I will call him, and I did. And as soon as she spoke these words, I heard in my heart a voice saying, this is me, just rebuke the spirit of death. Now you need to understand that the baby was dead, she was bleeding, she was just waiting for the operation to remove the baby out of her womb. But out of obedience and a little bit of being crazy, I said, in the name of Jesus, the baby is not dead. I rebuked that. I didn't even know what to pray, how to pray. I just prayed everything I I knew in that moment to pray. I rebuked everything. I rebuked everything came to my mind. And I spoke life. And I said, I speak life over this baby. I speak life over you. I speak life over this child. Not knowing what happened on the other side of the phone, I closed the phone call, wondering wondering why the lord told me rebuke dad why the lord told me speak life after 2 weeks i see this woman with her husband coming to my business at that time i could see through the window and she was pregnant a little bit like me she was pregnant <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> she had a big belly And she came into the room, into the business, in tears, and she said, Francesco, I don't know what happened, but when you spoke that word, life, something came into the room. It was a kind of cloud, a fog came into the room, the blood stopped, I began to cry, but this time the tears, the woman said, they were not tears of pain, they were different kind of tears I have never experienced before. I felt loved, I felt a hug, I felt something, I said, that's the glory of the Lord, and she said... When they took me into the operation room, they realized the baby now was alive. We serve a mighty God. Private prayer, public power. So many people want to move in power, but they never spend their time in the presence of the Lord. If you want to stand in front of the devil, you need to bow in front of the king. If you want to reign in life as a king, you need to present yourself as a priest before him. We are priests and kings, and your domain as a king Your domain over your territory as a king will be as powerful as your relationship as a priest in prayer is with God. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back to the words of Jesus. I'm warming up. But you, when you pray, there must be a you. Touch the person next to you and say, you. I'm not going to pray for you all the time. Pastor is not going to pray for you all the time. You need to take your responsibility. You need to take your time. Shut everything else out. Jesus said, go into your room. Go into your room. Everybody has a special place where prayer is easy. Don't tell me you don't have it. Maybe you neglected it. But everybody has a place where prayer is easy. And you and God know that place. There is a place in my city. It's a beach. Every time I go there, I don't need to fight I don't need to force. I just flow. Prayer is easy there. Why? Because in that terrain, in that area, in that Jesus called it room, I have conquered already something. I have a fast track. I have an easy access. Over there in the spirit, they know me. There is a place waiting for you. Jesus said, go in that room. Spend time in that place. True or not? When you are in your place, hearing from God is easy. The problem is that so many times we forget about that place. Sometimes that place may be your kitchen. Sometimes that place may be a special building. It's a place where as you step, into it. It's easy. Am I preaching to someone today? It's easy in that place. No fighting. Why? Because there is already a fingerprint, your fingerprint in the spirit there. As you step, shoo! The anointing is there waiting for you. Why? Because you think you are now praying. In reality, you are just responding to a push and a pull of the Holy Spirit, who is the greater introducer to prayer. You cannot pray if the Holy Spirit is not inviting you. He's the only one that knows the way to the Father. He's the only one that knows how to glorify Jesus. He's the only one that knows what to pray. Are you with me? Your relationship with God will determine your authority in prayer. I was preaching in our church, Equipers Church in Rome, two weeks ago. And as I was preaching, I just declared from the stage a few things. Sometimes when we preach... And I love preaching. We need to realize that once we close the book, the Holy Spirit is not over. The Holy Spirit didn't finish. And as soon as I finish my message, usually I do a worship song. And I stand there and I want to hear because he is the master. He is in charge. I'm just a servant. He is the one who has every power. But in that moment, I am the one who has authority. As you grow in your relationship with God and you step in your place, you will discover that you have authority in prayer. And as I finished preaching, the Holy Spirit told me, there is somebody here who has uh, problems in their muscles and movements. Just rebuke it. Rebuke it. And from the stage, very simple, I just said, I rebuke every muscle that is not moving properly right now. In the name of Jesus, and I smile. <laughs> smile always helps. Not knowing that there was a new Christian in our church that day, maybe attending for a few weeks, who had a stroke when he was young, and his left side arm, hand, and eye was paralyzed. And he came to me the week after, moving the hands, moving the eye. And he said, when you spoke that word. Private prayer will always result in public power. The Father who sees in the secret. Who sees in the secret. You see, there are two different places in this verse, if we can have it back. Matthew 6, verse 6. There are two different places that the Bible talks about in this verse. The first one is your secret place. The second one is God's secret place. Mm, Too quiet. I'm going to read it to you again. But when you have shut your door, that's your secret place, pray... To your father who is in the secret place. It never mentioned it's the same place. It just mentioned that you have a place and he has a place. But every time you pray, heaven and earth collide. Every time you pray, (laughs) heaven and earth kiss each other. Every time you pray, your secret place, the place where you have spoken throughout your life, where you have cry tears throughout your life where you have conquered your territory will be an open door for you, will be an open door directly accessing the secret place of the Father. Am I preaching to somebody tonight? The Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. There is a place for you to conquer and it's not anymore your room it's his room it's the throne room oh, Rabbi are you with me yeah. once you conquer that place and can take sometimes five minutes can take sometimes three days prayer and fasting once you conquer that place You feel the anointing coming upon you like a mantle. Have you ever experienced that? Josh, if you can help me. You feel the anointing coming upon you as a mantle. You are clothed with heaven. True or not? You're clothed with a new authority. You are now a different man. As the Father sees in secret, Now, because you are in His place, you see differently. You see secrets. You have understanding. You have discernment. You have now a different perspective. Come on, am I preaching good? You see what He wants you to see because He's been waiting for you a long time to get there. Because once you get there, your voice will be heard hallelujah I talked to you I spoke to you about that man that began to move after I don't know how many years his left side I wonder if if I would neglect or would have neglected my secret place if that day that word that I pronounce would have carried the same power. I wonder if your breakthrough is not waiting on God, but is waiting on you, recharging yourself in the presence of God, accumulating anointing, accumulating authority, accumulating the eyes of the eagle, where you see things like he sees, and you speak and call things as he called them. One time I was praying for a situation. It was a little bit difficult to overcome. I didn't know what to do. And I was keeping my normal routine. I was praying in my house. But nothing was really happening. There is a moment when you can pray. With your daily routine but then there is a moment where you need to get out maybe of your comfort zone even your daily devotion it's your maybe daily routine even though it's spiritual and you need to get seriously involved with the things of God and you need to go the extra mile and you need to shut everything else out And the Lord told me, Francesco, that time I wasn't seeing a breakthrough. Francesco, narrow down to your assignment. Remove every distraction, and walk this beach by the sea of this land. Because I have things that I want you to declare. There is a time to pray and there is a time to say... God wants you to get into the secret place because in the secret place there are secrets that you need to download. Have it in your heart and then being able to release it into your territory. Everything we have now in church or as a family, the TV program, the TV studio, the publishing house, the success we are experiencing in a way, even though it's not a lot, is not as big as we believe. But everything we have is a result of what we have conquered in prayer. Nothing happened in the seen that has not yet happened in the unseen. You are as big in your word as you are big in your secret place. And your secret place is waiting for you to take your breakthrough. Some of you here are going to experience a breakthrough tonight. Do you believe it? Some of you, I believe this week is going to be the week you have been waiting for. Can we stand in the house? I believe some of you this week is going to experience something possible until last week, was impossible until last year, but it is possible now. Why? Because now you know worship prayer will get you your breakthrough. Now you know it's not about the others recognizing. It's not about the others helping. It's not about the others praying. It's about you and God. You and God are the majority in the universe. You and God can make everything happen. You and God.